and from Hafiz. I took it as a sign. Someone sent a band to my house, and it started playing at five in the morning. I took this as a sign God had wanted me to sing. Then the moon joined in, and a few of the tenor voices stars, and the earth offered its lovely belly as a drum. Before I knew it, I realized all human beings could be happy if they just had a few music lessons from a sweet old maestro called Hafiz. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Good way with words. Some of you have been around for a while, haven't you? <laughs> you know, one of the things to look forward to or one of the things that we want to move towards and into in this path of meditation, this spiritual journey we're walking in here, is that eventually we want the meditation, the action of meditation, and the action of choosing God to really become an everyday, normal, ordinary part of our lives. That it no longer is special. Like in the beginning, when something's brand new, there's always a greater specialness to it. We have more of an excitement around it. And that's wonderful because in that, it gives us that burst of energy, that enthusiasm, that motivation, that spark or inspiration that just fills us and moves us forward to take the actions that we're doing here. Of course, the physical action is just simply moving the body into the action of meditation. But meditation in truth is obviously totally a spiritual action that is beyond the body. But of course, we need that physical movement to bring it into alignment so that we can now begin to move into the spiritual action. So not only the meditation itself, do we want it to become an everyday, normal, ordinary part of our lives? Think about it. Just like we wake up, we brush our teeth, we may take a shower, we may have breakfast, we may do whatever during the day with the meals or whatever our little ordinary daily routines are. We want meditation and the action of choosing God and living the loving just as ordinary as anything else that we do in our day. To become that routine that we begin to live the divine of who we are as a regular ordinary routine just like we do anything else in our physical lives. And that is also another way of saying, what do you hear us say all the time in here? Neutrality. We want this pathway of spirit to become so ordinary that it's neutral. It's neither wonderful or bad. It's neither a chore or just easy. It's that neutral middle way. It's not special, but it's also not not special. You see what I'm saying here? We want to come to the place of freedom that is in the neutrality. And at the same time, it's special, but yet it's not. But ultimately, it's sacred. But at the same time, it's not. Because when we really truly live the divine, then all becomes sacred because we are living the sacredness of the soul. And that divinity, that spirit, that loving exists in all of creation. You've heard over and over us share the stories 
And as we know through biblical and other scriptures, as in the beginning, there, God made the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and without form. What well, almost sounds like it's a separate creation that's not part of God, doesn't it? Sometimes we look at it that way. There's the good that is God and evil, that which is the world and the void and all these things. Well, who created that? God made the heavens and the earth. All of that. But the way to awaken to the divine in all things is to awaken to the divine within ourselves. So that is the way. Meditation is the action. And it's through that action of meditation we awaken to the way of loving. And as we awaken to the loving in that action, then we wake up into the divine that is in all things. So there's a procedure, a process, a way, a direction by which we can move to awaken into this greater knowing. And so we want to keep stepping into that more and more until we awaken into the ordinariness, beyond the specialness, beyond the expectations, to really it becomes a neutral, ordinary part of our lives. There's phrases out there. A lot of people, as they begin awakening, think they are special or God's elect. Wasn't that back even at the time of the Jews, that they're the elect of God? Now, I'm not just picking on them. I'm saying that of any religion, really, any spiritual pathway or group that often it starts out as people feeling they're special or they've been selected, so they're important. And then that's very true. But you see, the funny thing is, we're all select. We're all elect. God elects and chooses every single, not only soul, but part of God's creation. So we're all special. We're all selected. And so there's an equal basis. There's no difference. The difference is those who choose back. Those who also now select or choose God. That's what makes the difference. That doesn't make anybody better. It just means that some people choose God back just as God has chosen everyone. So it is we who choose and select and elect. It's important to recognize that. And it is simply in that choosing that we open that door to allow the divine in, to allow ourselves out, to awaken, to come to know that greater truth. That's the only difference here. And it's not special, as special as it seems or feels or looks or hears. But we want to rise beyond all of that, above all of that. So it does become ordinary, just as ordinary as breathing in and breathing out, that we not only awaken to the divine of who we are, but we live our divinity in every level of expression, regardless of the level of the expression, that we live it fully. Even if we take it for granted, but well, we want to get to that point where you're living it and it's so automatic that, in a sense, it is for granted because we're living it so fully in every breath, in every moment. So it's not only a daily choice, just as every day you choose to do the meditation, you're making the choice of God first, God only. You're making the choice to wake up in the know and to live and to breathe, to love. We want it to become that. 
But beyond the daily choice, even into the hours, into the minutes, into the seconds, into the moments, in other words, we want to make that choice as often as we need to to stay connected, to stay awake, to stay aware. Because often when we experience separation, we feel like God's there, I'm here. I need to make a choice. I need to open. I need to do something to connect, to merge, to experience. Because we feel ourselves in separation. We're aware of when we are in separation just as well as when we are in the oneness. We are aware of that peace, that joy, that loving. When we are in that oneness, we know that. You know that. You know when you feel alone or separate or in darkness or fear. And you know when you feel that peace, that joy, that oneness, that connectedness, that integration, that merging. That's what the meditation gives us the opportunity to experience the opportunity to come into that knowing and to keep dwelling within it in deeper and deeper ways the more time and attention that we give it. So eyes closed in meditation, eyes open in meditation all the time. We want to build it into all the time. So bring it there. Awaken, know, come aware. And realize there are different ways of experiencing, different stages, if I want to call it that. I don't even want to call it stages. There's different ways of experience of that inner knowing. Most of us in this world walk around in a state of mostly a physical awareness and not any awareness of the divine. And so our focus is down and out. So it seems like that door to spirit is closed. Well, in a sense, it is closed, but it's us who's closed the door. And it's us who, as we choose back to God, open the door. So as we begin to go within to open the door, as we choose God, as we move into that inwards, upwards action of meditation, we begin to have that specific focus of where the door is, called the seat of the soul, the spiritual eye. That's where we go, because that's where the door is. And as we move within... The most common ways that we experience it while we're in the body here is we begin to see that purple or blue or golden white light or we simply feel a sensation on the top of the head or feel a peace moving through. Those are a couple of the most ordinary ways. But you know, over the years, I've had people come up to me and say, well, I get that all the time. It's, I feel like I'm just a beginner. I'm always at the beginning level. Well, guess what? That experience of just being aware of the divine sensation on the top of the head or the piece, the purple or blue or golden white light, that is always there. That's always the first step or stage of simply moving beyond our physical awareness into the greater awareness of spirit. That doesn't mean we're just right here in the body all the time and we're not making any progress or ascension through the realms. That has nothing to do with that. That is simply the doorway letting us know, hey, the door is open. This action of meditation and choosing God is working because we're opening the door and we're having an awareness of the divine right here in the physical consciousness. That has nothing to do with what level of realm that you're awake to. 
So be aware of that. You'll have the same thing even the day you're awake in the heart of God. When you're back here in the body and you sit down and start your meditation, it's going to be the same thing as it always has been. It does not change. Spirit is always the same. That's why we talk about those most common signposts as we move inside of the awareness of the inner light, that feeling in there, and, of course, the inner sound, whether it's a ringing in the ears, a bell, a tone, a hum, a sound of music or nature. It's just left off, less often we hear that just in the beginning stage of meditation. It is often not until we move to a deeper stage that we often hear the inner sounds more fully. So be aware of that. So that purple light, that peace, when you have that, is you now beginning to open the door. You're still, seated, you're still seated in the body, at the seat of the soul. You're still in there, but the door's open now. And the longer we spend in that, well, guess what? As that door is open, you've, some of us have heard like this tunnel. People have talked about near-death experiences. I went through this tunnel, of, and at the end of it, there's this light, and all of a sudden I went into this other realm of experience. Well, there is. There's that tunnel that is part of this action of the doorway, that all that tunnel really is is the movement that we as the soul go through moving from one level of consciousness to another. So it's really just a heightened sense of awareness as we move from the physical level of awareness now more into the spiritual levels of awareness. That's why it seems as a tunnel we open the door, and we've, we've got to work through, walk through that tunnel or down the hallway. It's just the movement of our consciousness to another realm of experience. So as we do that, that door opens, we see that, and all of a sudden we now are walking down that hallway, and we open another door, and all of a sudden there before us is a whole other universe, a whole other realm of experience. And we go, oh, my God. And here we are, right in the body. Not even an out-of-body experience. In the body. All of a sudden now viewing out this doorway this whole other realm of creation. Literally viewing it. But there's a big difference. When those doors are open inside of our consciousness, not only do we see the divine, but we begin to have that experience of connectedness where we literally experience ourselves as part of that which we are viewing. In this physical consciousness, there's an experience of separation where it's out there and we're in here. But as we awaken now to the spiritual, not only do we see what's out there while we're still in here, the physical, but when that door is open, we actually become aware of our oneness of what's out there with in here. The gap is bridged. The divine awareness, the oneness, the connectedness now is present. Even though we may find ourselves still sitting in the body, even though we still seem separate from what's out there, through the divine essence of spirit, we are aware of our connectedness with that which we are viewing So that stage often happens when we're in very deep state uh, sense of meditation, 
kind of like from alpha to theta, you know, all these brainwave things. It's like going to a deeper level. And often it is in those times that we sometimes have, in this physical consciousness, the experience of we think we're asleep, like in a dream state, but yet we know we're awake. We're consciously aware. We can even be aware of our physical body. We can even be aware of physical sounds. But at the same time, we're also aware now of the inner sounds, inner experience. So we're, in a sense, integrated. We're here and there through that connection. But then there's another stage where now that which we're viewing out in the spiritual realm, that we, the soul, now actually move out of this physical consciousness and now into that realm of experience in which we are viewing. It's kind of like watching a movie or watching TV and it seems separate. And it's like going into the movie or going into the screen. These are the different ways that we experience the movement of our consciousness from one level of creation to another level. So I'm just sharing this information that it may help to answer a lot of questions out there of part of the processes or stages or awarenesses or experiences that we move through on this inner journey as we go within and we wake up to be aware of these different ways that we perceive and experience this movement of consciousness. And there's a whole lot more I could say, but I hope giving some of these specific ideas are out there because I know everybody has the experiences I'm talking about. It's just different levels of awareness or remembrance of that. And oftentimes, when you hear Jim or myself talk about an out-of-body experience, that's what I'm talking about is that last fourth stage I just mentioned of where you leave from the perspective of viewing and now going into the experience in which you're observing. That's what I call an out-of-body experience, just for your information. But the funny thing is, even when you're in the body and just viewing the experience, it's the same thing as if you're out of body because you're having the experience and your soul is waking up and becoming more aware. That's why over the years, as you've heard me and Jim talk, as far as like out-of-body experience or Jim saying, it doesn't matter if you're out-of-body or in-body because it's all the same. It's simply that door opening and we, the soul, waking up, becoming aware. That's where it's all one. But I'm just trying to give a little more detail to the different ways we can and do experience what we've been saying over the years here. So I hope that gives a little more clarity or understanding to some of our inner experience. So there's all these different stages. And sometimes, like the way I, as I saying, as we go into the viewing, often we'll be kind of in that twilight zone, it seems like, between sleep and awakefulness. And when we do go out of body, it's, the actual body physically does go to sleep. But we, the soul, stay fully conscious, awakened, aware. And this can happen in meditation. But it often takes a good two and a half hours. That's the practical side of recommending 10% of the day to give ourselves the time, because it often takes the time to really move into that more fully awake experience. Or in the night when we're sleeping. Sometimes we are in the dream state, in our own unconscious, in our own inner kingdom. And other times 
we are having an out-of-body experience. We just don't understand or know that. And we get back into the body and wake up in the morning and all of a sudden we go, oh my God, that was amazing. This dream was so real and I was at a class and I was flying through spirit and I saw the purple light and the soul train and the soul plane and all these different things that truly take place on these other realms. But when we're back in the body, it seems like a dream because as we move through these stages I just spoke of, we move back through that tunnel, back through the doors, back into the door, into the physical consciousness, and now we're fully seated and aware in the physical and not fully awake and aware there. So when we're here, that all seems kind of fuzzy because there's all this other watery-like substance we call these different levels of our consciousness that the soul has moved through in that tunnel or doorway. Does this make sense, what I'm talking about? So be aware of that. So you can have in-body experience, out-of-body experience in your own consciousness, in the consciousness of creation outside of your own personal consciousness. It's all of that. But I hope giving a little more detail might give a little more understanding of some of these different stages or how that movement works as we really move into that greater experience of the divine. So that's a lot of information, a lot of detail. And it's good to have because a lot of people have that. But guess what? None of it matters. All that matters is that you just focus on the loving. Love God. God first, God only. Love yourself. Love the divine. Love spirit. Love all of creation. Love, love, love. And of course, LAF. That's all we're doing. And as you do this more and more, both in meditation and in your own consciousness throughout the day, those doorways just open more and more. They're easier to open. And we may often, most of the time, not aware of that. But that's why I'm trying to give some of this information that as you pay more attention, you might become more aware of it and have a greater understanding of that process. But even the day comes when you have that time where you move through the door and then the door closes behind you, called the last breath death of the physical body, you'll be aware of the process. And if you have these different stages of awakefulness and awareness of what I'm talking about now, before the body dies, notice I said before the body dies, not you, before the body dies, you'll be aware now of what happens at death. Because guess what? It's the same freaking thing. I kid you not, it is the same thing that you move through that doorway of the Physical consciousness here, the seat of the soul, you move through that tunnel of your own inner kingdom, and then all of a sudden you step out into now these realms beyond the physical. So what you can experience in meditation and in the dream state, because the meditation opens the doors. So in the dream state, you can be having all this because you've opened the doors during meditation to have the experience at any time, even when your body's fully awake and you're even walking about, you can have these experiences because the doors are open. We're just too focused on other things in the world that we're not aware of what's taking place. That's why I often refer to during the time of meditation or of sleep. Because we're not focused into the physical so much. So on that last breath, we just walk right through that door just like we have all the time in meditation and dream state. And it's no different. It's just ordinary. It's ordinary. 
And if we haven't had the full consciousness before we take that last breath here, well, it's not going to be unfamiliar. You know why? Just you hearing the words right now that I'm sharing, you will be aware as you move into this experience. You go, oh, there's the door. Let me just walk right on through. Wow, this really is real, just like those guys have been saying. Holy cow. Now all of a sudden right there is going to be the radiant form, whether it appears as me or Jim or as another teacher, or just as the purple or blue light, it'll be there in whatever way God wants it to be that is going to best serve you in your journey. doesn't matter how it looks, but you'll know that that is the radiant form. It may be even just the appearance of hands coming out of the sky above you, literally just hands. But in your soul's awareness, you will know that those are the hands of God, that is, the true spiritual teacher, the true radiant form, the Holy Spirit that we've been talking about all along that is there for you and in your soul awareness you will know and you will go with that. And those hands, that radiant form, the spiritual teacher, however you call it, however it appears, is all the same. And you'll know to go with that and it will take you exactly where you need to be. And if you've really been living the initiation and the meditation during your lifetime here. Hopefully that'll bring you to the point where you really are now free of your karmas, that you can step free and liberated and now move beyond this realm of time and space, beyond the illusions and reflections, and now once again back into the oneness, the oneness where it's no longer this action of separation and appearances of here and there and you and me, but truly into the oneness beyond all of that. Because that's the destination. But even when you're free and you pass this body, you'll still often travel through these different realms or stages before you even get into the soul realm. Or other times, you'll step right out of the body, right into the soul realm, because you've already moved through all the other karmas and they are done and complete. And so there's no need to even view them on your way up through the realms because it is all done and you just step right into spirit and it's over. And it's all beginning. It's over here, but it's all beginning there. A whole new stage of eternal awakening of eternal merging and knowing and oneness, to truly live the divine now in the fullness and not have the distractions of the mind, the emotions, and the body. It's an amazing journey, and it's just all loving. It's all just a movement of loving. But we know there's value as in sharing details like I'm doing today so that it can help Answer the questions of the mind. Give peace to the consciousness so that you understand as it unfolds and can simply let go and let God so that it's just an easy, smooth transition and movement back into that oneness.